Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hey, this is Rashawn McDonald. How you doing? Welcome to Money Making Conversation. She's on the phone. My next guest for the past five years has made Unrivaled Magazine the premier media outlet for covering uplifting entertainment news and events. Their goal is to provide content that is both uplifting and entertaining while providing their audience with a look into some of the most prestigious industry events. They have also recently started to provide promotions and marketing services to entrepreneurs and those in the entertainment industry. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the author of You Can Be a Success Too. I love that title. And founder and executive in charge of Unrivaled Magazine One, Robin Charles Living. Yay. Thank you for having me. That was an amazing <laughs> introduction. I um, yeah, I know you are amazing with those introductions. I was so excited about it. Um, I do want to thank you for having me. This is definitely um, a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Talk about manifestation. Awesome. Uh, you're a Louisiana girl, to my understanding. I correct? am. Okay, talk about I that. Am. Talk about those humble beginnings. And we got a lot to talk about the magazine. We're going to talk about the book, which I read this morning. And all my, my staff always go, Rusha, you God blessed me with the ability to read, uh, and I take advantage of it. I have a pretty good memory, so I um, I usually try to read a book like the day before or the day of, because I get mm-hmm. up at like this morning. I got up at like three thirty, so my body clocks this way. Wake up! And so once I say wake up, I have two options: to lay in the bed and wonder why I'm not getting up, or get up. Uh-huh. So I decided just to get up. And so Absolutely. one of the things on my agenda was to read your book. And uh, so the, the, the storyline is fresh in my memory. So let's talk about those humble beginnings in Louisiana. Yes. Yeah, so I am originally from St. Martinville, Louisiana, um, a very small historical town um, in Louisiana, which is about 25 minutes outside of Lafayette, Louisiana. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was um, born out of wedlock um, mm-hmm. to two parents that did not uh, re- uh, receive a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a single parent home mm-hmm. and over the course of the years, um, my mom began to date and uh, one of her boyfriends, when I was about eight or nine years old, he touched me inappropriately. And that kind of shaped, my early years into um, leading me to become um, looking for love in all the wrong places right. and even just not having um, my own father in the home led me to looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. And um, I began to date older guys, talk to older guys. And at the age of 14, I became pregnant with my first child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I was only um, a freshman in high school, gave birth to my first child at the age of 15. Okay, usually at that point, it goes wrong. Everything goes wrong, you know, for some of your young, you already said you, your, your mom, your single parent mom, your, 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 was your father in your life at the time? He was in my life. Um, he just did not live with us, but he mm-hmm. was in my life. Okay, when that happened, what was his conversation with you? What was your parents in general 
conversation to you when you announced to them that you were pregnant and you were just 15 years old? Very disappointed, very disappointed. Um, basically, you know, basically you have ruined your chances to do anything in life. You have ruined your chances to become successful. That's what I was told by everyone around me mm-hmm. that, um, you definitely are not going to finish high school. Mm-hmm. You can forget about college. Um, you're never going to become anything. You're just going to stay in this small town and, and not excel is what I was told um, by other family members, people in the same town that I live in. That's how that conversation went. Now that's a blast of motivation right there. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're 15. Oh, my God. Right. And they're telling you, okay, you know, uh, close up tent. You're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. Get on welfare. Okay. Have a couple of more, whatever. You're not going to make it. Uh, get your GED. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop going to high school. You got to stay home and uh, take care of this kid. Get your job at some small uh, department store and live mm-hmm. uh, check to check. That was, that was the, that was the speech. That was the motivating that's, speech that you heard. That's what I heard. But what I got from it, I use that as the fuel to my fire to become successful. I use that to, say, hey, this is what you think is going to happen, but no, this is not the final destination for my life. I'm going to turn it around. And with that, I was able to graduate from high school with honors on time. I walked with the class. I had a three-year-old by the time I graduated from high school, but mm-hmm. I graduated, mm-hmm. went on to college. Um, okay, let's, let's, slow let's slow this down a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you balance that? Okay, you're talking about graduate with honors because I don't like for people mm-hmm. to just fly past their story because, mm-hmm. like, isn't I? You know, I get 15 out of kid. I graduated uh, with <laughs> honors and I went to college. Okay, I had a three year old on my hip when I walked across stage. Okay, uh, how did you do that? How did you? You had this wave of negativity. You, no one teaches you how to be a parent. Nobody teaches mm-hmm. you how to balance life, and you're young. Okay, and I'm assuming that the child's father, was was he in your life? Was he in the child's life? Yes. Cool. So with that being said, how did you accomplish it? How did you grow yourself? Oh, my God, yeah. It definitely was not easy by any means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, you hear the the success, but the in-between story is what really matters. It was not easy. Um, After having my daughter, I fell into a depression. Um, because with her father, he was also abusive. And this mm-hmm. is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so I do want to touch on that as well. He was abusive verbally and physically, so that kind of put me in a depression. So there were plenty of times where I even contemplated suicide. So it took me to really dig into my relationship with God. That's what kept me going. I knew that if I prayed, God would get me through the situation. So while I'm still going to high school, balancing being a mother, dealing with this abusive relationship, the only thing I could turn to was God. So at the same time, I'm smiling, I'm going to school, I'm making good grades. And then when I'm alone, I'm, you know, battling these demons. So I had no choice but to, you know, dig in and pull my relationship with God as the only thing to get me through these times. Okay, cool. You got through the times. You got a degree in sociology, which I am a fan of because my minor is sociology. My degree is oh, in wow. mathematics, and sociology yes. changed my life. In your book, yes. uh, 
you can be a success too. You talk about how sociology changed your whole perspective on life. Let's talk about that a little bit from your perspective. Yes, yes, absolutely. It it caused me to examine some things about myself, um, my interactions with others, mm-hmm. how and why I interact in a certain way with others, how and why others interact in a certain way with myself, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had a work study while in college with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Acadiana, which mentors, we, we get volunteers to mentor at-risk youth, and that was the first job I got out of college. Right. And with that degree, um, I was able to, to just connect with other um, kids that were at youth, uh, at-risk youth and, you know, help them find mm-hmm their ways through mentoring with other mentors. And I think sociology, psychology, just anything in social services is very needed. You may not make the most money, but it's the difference that you make in the lives of others that's most important. Before we go to, uh, we've got a minute left in this break. Tell us, uh, mm-hmm. why did you write the book, uh, You Can Be a Success Too? Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was told that, hey, these things happen to you. You cannot go on to achieve anything great. You cannot go on to be successful. So I wrote this book as an inspiration to others and especially other young women that may be going through something as this, a young mother, um, somebody that may be addicted to drugs, somebody that may be depressed. This is not your final destination. You can mm-hmm. still go on mm-hmm. to overcome these things and become successful. Yes, you can become a success too regardless or despite of your current situation. That's amazing. Um, I met this young lady at the Neighborhood Awards here on, a, on an Instagram post. Uh, she yes. wanted to find out how she could uh, be on the media, on a, on the red carpet. At the time, it was yes. Ford was the sponsor of the blue carpet. So uh, we'll be right back to talk with more with Robin Charles Living. Uh, she's the founder and executive in charge of Unravel Magazine 1 and the author of the hot new book, You Can Be a Success Too. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. My next guest, well, she's not my next guest. She's on the line right now. I'm just reading some old credits. For the past five years, has made Unrivaled Magazine the premier media outlet for covering uplifting entertainment news and events. Her goal is to provide that both uplifting and events to their audience and it's about it's really important that i have people like this on the show like i had to, my previous guests is about when you're out there in the business world or just you just don't know who to turn to because sometimes what sells so good on television what sells so good on the media sometimes is bad news and when you try to sell good news a lot of times it hits the back story so when i meet an individual who i have to believe has overcome the odds as a young person and uh, able to tell a story I have to bring them on my show to usually make the example, not to saying that she's unique because there's a lot of successful stories like that. But what happens is the bad stories dominate. The bad stories say, hey, when something bad happens to you, when you are a teen, a teen mom, throw in the towel. That's it. The, 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 the boat is taking on water and you can't plug it up. You done. And so my guest, she decided to not listen to them. You know, she decided to, even though there was disappointment from her parents, like I would have, I would be disappointed if my daughter would have told me that. But what you do is you realize that because as a parent, all you want in life is for your children to have a better life than you. All you want in life is for your kids to outlive you. 
You don't want to. You don't want your kids to die before you. You don't want your kids to be homeless and you still living in a home. That's not the goal as a parent. So when a parent receives um, information that's not the future they projected for their child, it's going to be received negatively. So my guest, Robin Charles Living, when you got that negative story from the parents, let's go back to the core mm-hmm. of your existence. How did you get past that, and what did you tell them? What reassurance did you tell them, or did you have to just show them that your story was going to be different as a 15-year-old, I'm pregnant, uh, freshman in high school? How did you mm-hmm. change their narrative? Yeah, basically, I had to show them um, by just continuing to go to school, continuing to bring home good grades, continuing to to not go down the path of, you know, okay, now I have this baby. I'm not going to go out and, and continue to have more babies. I'm not going to go out and, and hang on the streets and get into other types of trouble. So just showing them that, hey, okay, this happened, but, okay, I'm going to go down the right path going forward, and I am going to make something out of my life. What sacrifices did you make in your social life or personally? What, what, did, you, what did you have to stop doing? Because I'm sure being a teen mom, you couldn't do a lot of teen stuff anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like you, you kind of feel like an outcast while a lot of your friends are, are like, just going and do wild, crazy teenage things, um, mm-hmm. you know, going to a lot of the football games, just being carefree in general. Um, that's no longer an option when you become a mother and um, responsible for someone else. That you have to think about, are you setting an example, a good example now? You can't just, okay, now I, I'm carefree. I'm only 16, 15 years old. I'm carefree. I can just go out with my friends, just be wild and crazy. No, I could not do that anymore. It's okay. Now I have a daughter. I have to watch what I do. I have to watch my image and the things I do. That's the uh, mind frame that I had at that young age going forward. So in the essence, it kind of helped and matured me in the way of becoming a mother at such a young age. Right. And I like, I like, I'm glad you're stating that. Now, your book, You Can Be a Success Too, a motivational success, a motivational success guide, how to overcome adversity and achieve goals. How do you achieve goals? Let's talk about that. A lot of people, we, mm-hmm. we, we're showing it. You talked enough about her, her, <laughs> her life as a single mom, her life as a, unless you say single mom as a teen mom, uh, come from Paris. Why, why is she on the show? Well, first of all, uh-huh. she's on the show one reason. Because, first of all, she understands that. I will not stop. I will not be stopped. And I always tell people that we allow excuses or setbacks, or as they always say, when you fall down, don't want to get up. And I'm just telling people, you have to get up. Now, how do you set goals? How do you achieve goals? Let's talk about that real quick to my listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. It it starts with, with your mindset. And I know you hear a lot of people say that, but the mindset is very important. And once you know what you want to achieve, you have to map out a plan to get it done. Right. It's not just going to magically appear. You have to be dedicated. You, you start off with, I love smart goals. I mentioned that in my book, um, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. You have to break down these goals. If you have something really major that you want to achieve, let's say six months from now, you break it down. Okay, so it's going to start off with me having to do this daily. I'm going to have to change this habit daily. I'm going to have to do this weekly. Okay, and then I'm going to have to 
tally up all of these things that I've been doing and the changes I've made and see how far I have gotten at the end of the month. Okay, so what have I achieved and what do I need to achieve mm-hmm. to get this done within six months? So you, you break it down. A lot of people become intimidated with achieving goals because it just seems so far-fetched, but it's not when you actually break it down and make it easier to attain. Uh, you know, goals are really interesting because a lot of people feel that when you reach your goal, they don't know how to reset another goal. Mm-hmm. It's really that's the frustrating part about success is that mm-hmm. it just never ends. You know, you have, to keep, you have to keep motivating yourself to the next uh, the next goal. And, Absolutely. And, and the goal, unfortunately, is bigger. <laughs> and yes. How yes. do you talk? You how, do you, how do you how do you talk about that in your book? Yes, like once you achieve something. Okay, yeah, scratch that off. Okay, so what next? You always want to be thinking forward ahead. You should never become comfortable with where you are. Yes, enjoy the moment, but don't become complacent. Don't be like, okay, yeah, I achieved this. Now I'm good. I'm just going to sit back and uh, cross my legs and and not do anything. No, there's always more to achieve. So that's what I like to mention and, and motivate others to always be thinking greater in the sense of greater. You have different, you have some really uh, identifiable titles in your book, overcoming adversities, identifying mm-hmm. your purpose, finding ways to stay motivated, fundamentals of goal setting, making sacrifices, be fearless, be relentless. Knowledge yes. is power. The importance of persistence. That's when I come into the book and then yes. ask for help. Show up and show out. Let's talk about that right there. <laughs> show up and show out. Now, that used yes. to be like your, your kid was show out, you have to spank her. But you said <laughs> in this situation, in the business world, you should show up and show out. Talk to us about that. Yes, I end the book with that chapter, and it's basically just saying, okay, now that you have learned how to achieve goals, how to set and achieve goals, you, you've learned to how to figure out your purpose and all that good stuff, but what are you going to do with it? Okay, you have to get out there and network. You have to get out there and meet people. There are plenty of times when you are going to be tired. You're not going to be motivated, but you you have to show up. There were times when I didn't want to go to certain events. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I, I don't feel like going. And I would always be glad that I did because I would end up meeting great people, making new contacts. And, and the showing out part is just walking into the room, owning it. Being that that person that's unforgettable, you know, having the the right attire, the business attire, the the smile, the voice, just just being rememberable. Well, I'll be remiss if I don't talk about your magazine that you founded and you started, uh, Unrivaled Magazine One. Tell us about that magazine. Why was it important? Because it's five years old, correct? Yes, yes. Why was it important to launch that magazine, and what is the future of that magazine? <laughs> yes, so it was important because I wanted to motivate others by sharing entertaining uplifting news there's a lot of media outlets that share gossip the latest mess and everything and and that's fine but that's not something that i wanted to do i wanted to be the one to share okay this person started a business or this person is now a a grammy award-winning singer how did they become that um share share us you know, someone that's looking up to you, what advice do you have for them? 
that are looking to be in your shoes. And the, the future of the magazine, I want to continue to grow it on a larger platform so right. that I can reach more people right. and, and just share these amazing stories. In, in a short note, because I'm wrapping up, the, I have to wrap up the interview. Staying true to your purpose. I thought that was important. In a short capsule, tell us exactly what that is. Staying true to your purpose. Yes, absolutely. Just know what it is that you are supposed to be doing. Identify your purpose and stay true to it means you live and breathe everything around it. You you are aware of everything you are doing, everything you take part in. It aligns with your purpose. Do not listen to what anyone else thinks you're supposed to be doing or says that you're supposed to be doing. It's all about you and your purpose. Love you it. have to walk in that, you it. know, and not have anyone interfere with that. Robin Charles Living, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on my show. I want to take the time for motivating me, motivating my listeners. Uh, her book, You Can Be a Success Too, please pick it up. Uh, it's on my, uh, it's in my book club. Rashawn McDonald. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.